Welcome to the Scariest Things Podcast, your gateway to the trends and tropes of the horror genre. This is episode 180, and we are being haunted by movies that are the haunting of, the haunting of the street, the haunting of the asylum, the haunted of Jennifer, Chris, Dennis, Molly, everybody's haunted. A lot of Julia's got haunted. This is Everything Goes. The haunting of, or the haunting in, or the haunting in, or yeah. the haunting on, this or is, the haunted this. This is preposition haunting horror. between. This is preposi- if it's haunted, horror. Yeah. <laughs> it's game for yep. this episode. I'm Liz Williams, and I am joined by Mike Preposition Campbell <laughs> and Eric immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, that was oh, that was good. Yeah, uh, Mike, tell us. Why you've done this to us? Well, uh, so this is I, Mike's idea, people. So I have a I have a whole elaborate reasoning, but re- really uh, it was uh, no more uh, simple than logging on to Tubi and just looking at the sheer number of haunting movies, which led me over to IMDb to look at the number of films and TV shows that contain the word haunt or haunting, okay. and it is. Mm-hmm. 4,110 films. Here's my hot take with the whole haunting of, the the whole concept behind haunting of, haunting in, and all the other... Haunting about. uh, All the other 10 10 major prepositions. Uh, Not all haunting films involve ghosts, uh, which I was kind of shocked to learn because it seems like uh, a natural fit, but it's Mm -hmm. not entirely. Uh, the, The TV haunting ofs or ins or abouts are better than the movies. Shudder, mm. our good friends at Shudder, have literally nothing with the word haunt or haunting in them right now as of January 2024. Okay. Uh, as I already mentioned, haunt, haunt, or haunting, haunted, come up thousands and thousands of time on IMDb. You literally would not have enough time to watch all the haunting or haunted yeah. or haunting films. Well, I mean, if you only stuck out for the first 30 seconds. In a lifetime. Like and <laughs> here's, here's the, well, right. Here's the, here's the thing I was very, very proud of. I went up to Movie Madness looking for two films. One was a 1979 film called The Haunting of M, which is a. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I saw that. Come up. Couldn't find it anywhere. Couldn't find it sexy online. Yeah, it's a sexy thriller. Movie Madness didn't ha- have it. And I said, okay, great. I want to watch The Haunted House from 1928. They didn't have that one either. Did, and did I was they... like, oh my God, I stumped Movie some. Madness. <laughs> well, I, I had a movie that I was holding out hope for that was going to break my streak of mediocre haunting uh-huh. of in around yeah. films. Um, and that was the haunting of Julia. Did, did yeah. you know? If, did, did they have that? But I didn't make it to Movie Madness because I thought that was on. It's not the available. I, they, we will, they, they, we will be they, talking about the haunting of Julia. Yeah. Um, that was there my. Was like that two was my Julia's great. That are haunted. I saw the other one and it's it is dog okay. shit. Yeah, so. we'll we'll be talking about the haunting of Julia. And in fact, just last week, I think they released a 4K version yeah. of the haunting. The of Mia Julia. Fer- it's a Mia Farrow movie. Yeah. Mia Farrow, we'll, yeah. we'll be talking about the haunting. It, it of had. Julia. It was my. It, it, it's the Great White Hope. That the, was the one where I thought it was going to be the one that was going to break my streak. I bet it is. These were my five. These were my five favorite uh, haunting of titles. Okay. I found the haunting of La Llorona, which is yeah, ridiculous. Right. The haunting of Muffin Baker. Oh, that was a fool. The haunting of Silver Falls. The return. Is it, was it Silver Falls, Oregon? By the way, they said small town. Okay. The haunting of Hellhole Mine. 
Oh, yeah, I saw that and one show up. I love this one. Fear no weevil. The hauntings, <laughs> hauntings in the city of progress. Okay. Well, oh you, mi- you, you missed which you missed explores a great one. the explores the rich paranormal history uh, and eerie intrigue of Enterprise, Alabama. Well, you, you know you missed one, Mike. <laughs> What's that? Hillbillies in a haunted house. Oh, I actually oh, watched Hillbillies, Hillbillies in a haunted house, and it was actually kind of fun. It, yeah. Now, it was, it was, I, wanna... I, did, I did watch it. I actually watched yeah, Hillbillies in a haunted house. I have to say for our listeners that we can like told we said we no one could talk about the haunting of Hill House in any iteration. Right. So right. just if you guys think like why didn't they watch the haunting of Hill House? That yeah. is why. Because yes. <laughs> that's too yeah. good. Yeah. And uh Marissa from Jersey Ghouls always says so nicely that when we do a podcast, she gets out her notepad and like we'll pull over when she's driving to write down titles. Yep. Marissa, you can put that notepad away. <laughs> uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think you're gonna need to write any of these so, down. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the haunting is actually a um a variation on Hill House, right? Yes. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, so that's that so that Cross takes both your list, the, Eric. The two yeah. great ones. So and and before I actually make the impression that I don't like ghost movies. I'm going to give you a rundown of some of the absolutely, we've talked about this in the past, but just as a reminder for everybody how great ghost movies can be. So we have The Shining. Yeah. The Haunting. Yeah. Poltergeist. Yeah. The Conjuring. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Seen it. The Haunting of Hill House. Seen it. The Innocents. Also The Turn (laughs) of the Screw. Yeah. Yeah. The Babadook. The Night. Mm -hmm. Which is, I think, the one movie, if I'm going to go stump oh, yeah, for any like movie, that I will go. That was my favorite movie from three years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. The Wind, The Innkeepers, The Sentinel, mm-hmm. The Others, The Creeping, which was last year, which was kind of kind of cool, a little little, little sneaky one for you. Juwan, mm-hmm. Ringu, The Night House, La Llorona, the 2021, not the Blumhouse one, and Paranormal Activity. There are Let's some... talk about these. There are some... <laughs> Awesome, awesome ghost movies, and I, I did don't not. Hear, I did not hear the word haunting once. No, that was, but that because that was the thing is they're hating can't, the ghosts because you can't you can't watch. No, but there, there are some awesome ghost movies. They just usually don't have the word haunting in it. Okay, let's so let's. So you're thinking if they put it in there, that's a tip off that it's not going to be good because they're like, what do we call it? Oh, the, haunting the haunting of, of yeah. <laughs> well, now there's also I think a a trend of. The pseudo documentaries of yes, you know, there's oh, so, so many. many of them, and you have to look and make sure it's like it's not a document. Like, oh, the, the, I, yeah, I would say of the 4,110 films listed on IMDb with 3,000 uh, of them are yeah, I would say at least half plus have got to be doc- yeah. documentaries yeah. or mm-hmm. TV shows. Yeah, yeah and a lot of them Paramount. like Amityville ish things that they that, that they, yeah. they they go on haunted on a tour. Amityville tours. haunting. I yep. didn't. Do that one. Yeah, but yeah. I also didn't list uh, the Amityville Horror on 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 these movies because that is overrated. And, and the original, I like. And does not contain the word haunting. No, it doesn't. But the, yes. but that was the list of you know. I I, I just rattled off sure a, a dozen a dozen great ghost movies mm-hmm. uh, that uh, just to to prove that I'm not just. You're not a ghost Duncan hater. Duncan on just ghost. <laughs> Eric's not a ghost hater. Not a ghost hater. Right. Eric does not hate the undead. <laughs> so who's who's gonna who's gonna start this? Party? I will kick us off since I okay. led us down this ghoulish path with a 1977 supernatural horror film directed by Richard Lon Crane, starring Mia Farrow. This is Full Circle, 
also known as, it was released in the United States as, The Haunting of Julia. There you go. This, man, um, put this on your slow burn list, because it's a, it's a slow burn. It's really creepy, not just because Mia Farrow tends to play sort of... Meek, awkward, creepy people. Awkward, cr- creepy people, but she definitely does in this case. Uh, but this film involves a young woman who, after the death of her daughter, finds herself haunted by the vengeful ghost of a young girl in her new home. Mia Farrow is going through a whole series of psychotic episodes and she leaves her husband and strikes out on her own, getting a new place in London. And uh, she is immediately haunted by a different, not the ghost of her daughter, but the ghost of a young girl uh, in her, uh, in her home. It's man, I'll tell you, it's a, it's a creepy looking film it's uh there are some definite scares uh there is a i think pretty chilling ending to the film but it is a slow 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 burn if you like mm-hmm. films like um uh if you if you like uh sort of 1970s in search of like paranormal type stuff then this is for you. This also has, I don't know who did the soundtrack, got an incredible, incredible soundtrack. Uh, I think uh, a lot of folks have come back and looked at this and compared it to uh, Nicholas Rogue's uh, Don't Look Now, which used to be on my mm-hmm. top 25 list. It did slip off my top 25 list, but basically the film really explores that uh, human's relationship to death through... Um, you know, through a, a child and that sort of the, you know, the, in particular sort of the mother-daughter bond being that that sort of really conducive uh, entry point into a, uh, to ghosts and a haunting. And I think it does it effectively well, not just because really Mia Farrow was kind of at the height of her acting chops at that point in the late 70s but it's it's a well done film i think it's really well done and as i just mentioned it did uh get re-released uh, i had to watch i did watch a vhs copy on a 4k tv which was silly but <laughs> uh, but that uh it did just get re-released as a with a 4k press which i've not seen the 4k yep. press i'm sure it looks great uh so yeah go see the haunting of Julia, aka Full Circle. I don't know who's streaming it now, but I know that when if you Google it, it says that um, it's available on Prime. It's not available on Prime right now. It's not on Netflix. It's not on Max. It's I don't. It's not on Tubi. I don't know where. I don't there's know where some, you can find it. There's so. some crappy copies on YouTube you can watch. Yeah. And, and I, I did start to watch them, but I was like, oh, wait, for, wait for the 4K. Yeah, wait for the, well, the 4K is out, so yeah. But I mean, gotta, for, when, but just now that it's on 4K, yeah. 4K, it should. They might stream the, the, it. They'll probably oh, uh, sure, someone, sure. some Shutter or somebody will pick it up. Yeah, this you're was right. the, mm-hmm. you know, it, it looked intriguing. It has a pretty good meta Metacritic score, um, yeah. but it, it, it's and a good cast. It's no, it's it, it's a serious movie, and I yeah. think that mm-hmm. that unlike a lot of these other ones that were that I had to endure, um, you know, that that it had a budget. It had, it had, it had, now would you say that it has a solid, like the, 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 the thing that makes or breaks a lot of these is whether there's a good haunting backstory that why is there, why is there a ghost at this location or on this person? There's a great backstory. Yeah. So that's really, really great. That's so important because I've seen so many of these where it's the, the, 
the haunt the haunt part of it is an afterthought. Yeah. And uh and in it, fact, you know, I'm kind of surprised this hasn't been remade because it does involve aspects of peer pressure and bullying and I was like, "Oh man, this is like this is like Carrie. This is prime <laughs> prime for 2024." Yeah. Interesting. All right. Liz, what do you got? Okay, I went for cast on this one because I picked the 1996 made-for-TV movie The Haunting of Patricia Johnson, starring Sharon Lawrence and Bo Bridges. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> I used to yes. work with the Patricia made for Johnson. Made-for-TV. <laughs> uh-huh. And this is directed by Larry Shaw, who is just a television director who worked on tons of films like X-Files, Star Trek, Desperate Housewives, 21 Jump Street. So he's been around the TV circuit. And I will give you the summary. Inspired by true events, as most of these (laughs) start out. Um, After Patty Johnson gives birth to a stillborn child, she and her husband try to forget the tragedy. They move into a new house, but a number of supernatural phenomena that take place there lead them to believe the house is haunted. Patty turns to the town psychic, who confirms her suspicions about the ghost activity. The house is haunted by the spirit of a man who 75 years earlier killed his son and shot his wife in the house. And now the killer is after Patty's three-year-old son, Jonathan. Ooh. If this sounds a little bit like Poltergeist, you would be right. It is almost <laughs> exactly like Poltergeist. But it's, okay, but it says it's the, the, the haunting of Patty Johnson, but it's actually it should be the haunting of Patty Johnson's kid. Yes, it should be. But Patricia John, she's the only one that really sees it. It is also known as The Uninvited, also known as The House at the End of the Street, which I have also found a lot of these movies have seven different titles. Also known as Um, The Haunting of Patty Johnson's Kid. Yeah, Patty Johnson's Kid, Jonathan. Um, It's not great. But it is a slice of 1996. Sharon Lawrence, Bo Bridges, they, you know, heights of their careers right then. Bo Bridges plays a truck driver. So you get like they're moving and pull the horn and, you know, truck driver tropes. It's it's ridiculous. You know, it is, it's not good, but I feel like I probably watched this in 1996. And you didn't turn it off. And I, did, I didn't turn it off. Because where, now, where did, you, where did you come across Tubi? this? Oh, on Tubi oh, there. Tubi. Okay. Yeah, this is, this is, this is that very much a Tubi exercise. <laughs> I think I watched everything on the Tubi, The Return of Mike. Tubi. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it was really just nostalgia. I mean, yeah. of, for the made-for-TV movie, for it may have been a two-night event. I don't know. <laughs> for the 90s, this was, you know, she just had been on um, NYPD Blue. <laughs> It's just, it was silly. It was poltergeist. It is 90s nostalgia. It is Patricia Johnson, the haunting okay. of uh, A two-night event Johnson. for those, uh, for uh, 50% of our listeners is when you actually yeah. had to watch stuff live. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they split it up like an hour on one night or two hours on one night with the commercials in. So it was like an hour of TV or yeah. 90 so minutes of what did TV. Originally pl- what did it originally play on? CBS, right around Halloween. Okay. In 1996. All right. And uh, for 50% sorry. of our listeners, CBS is a yeah. uh, network channel three television yeah. channel. <laughs> and you can actually pick up off the air. Four, excuse me, it's four. It, okay, back then it was viewed by 8.5 million viewers. Could have been one of them. I don't remember. And uh, it had third place in the time slot. So Ooh, there you go. Of, of out, out of four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
ABC, on, NBC, CBS, and Fox. Come on, Home Improvement. Oh, another title it was known as was, was Victim of the Haunt. So four. Home Improvement titles. was was must see TV. <laughs> no, you had to watch a Home very special Home Improvement. You're gonna watch Home Improvement, oh or you're gonna watch The Haunting so of Patty good. Johnson. Yeah. Come on, what are you gonna do? One of them you're gonna talk about AIDS. <laughs> now I'm intrigued to find out what day that was. Oh yeah, October 29th. It was a Tuesday. Ooh, so they were doing it. Like, they were doing it as like a Halloweeny kind of thing. Right. October 29th. So they, they weren't up against Friends and and Frasier, which yeah. was the Thursday night lineup. I yeah, think. yeah. Sophomore in college, so I was probably at the bar. Yeah. So yeah. I really wasn't watching Patty Johnson. <laughs> 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 All right, Eric. Top okay. that. Who's top, haunted top on your list? That. <laughs> well, I think this is this is sort of an essential um, oh. because when you think of a haunting in or the haunting of, yeah, my brain goes first to the haunting in Connecticut. Yes, yes. Um, that's on my or list. Haunting Connecticut too, down to Georgia. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, that one doesn't. It's like, come on, you can't do that. You can't say a haunting in Connecticut yet in Georgia. In another state. Yes. Stupid. <laughs> Totally like on it. my list. Okay, yeah. so this one I gave, I, I, I actually gave it a reasonable rating. I would say it's probably three and a half stars. I'd go three uh, and a half, almost four, because there's some, there's some well, okay, awesome me, jump scares. So this is, yes, okay. Awesome, so, awesome jump so scares. This is after a family is forced to relocate uh, for their son's health, they begin experiencing supernatural behavior in their new home and uncover a sinister history. Primarily that the house used to be a mortuary where they would do rituals and yeah, and and, uh, yep. and summonings, and and so that there is still there was a and creepy um, tattoo stuff. Creepy, yeah, just <laughs> you're car- carving up. So the on the plus side, this is really this is your go to. This is why they, they, they it spurred it, it spurred on the titling of a haunting of and I bet you also if you go into the IMDb resource things like how many of them are named had a haunting of. Came after two thousand nine when this movie oh, yeah, came yeah, out yeah, because yeah. This, it, it it was pretty successful. There are only the two though in the series: a haunting in uh, Connecticut, and then those, and then the haunt, the next one is actually in haunting Georgia. in Connecticut in Georgia. Didn't yeah. see it. It's like it's the same by way of I three ninety five. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, I think I think this has a really good buildup of suspense. It has a great ghost backstory. Yeah, it's got it has that, you know, when I was talking about, does it have why is this place haunted? It's great. I also like the fact that it picked on the vulnerable people that the people who the uh, the Peter who had the who was who had cancer, the 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 eldest son of uh, of this family who's going through chemo and and or some experimental surgeries. uh, And he's the only one who can see it, although I think that they had a number of other things. I think they cheated a lot. By having like the ghosts moving around the background and the kit, and you know, it's like things that are moving around, and eventually they show the the ghost gets animated. But yeah, um, that's sort of a, an acceleration of the ghosty pace. Um, I thought, uh, as you said, some really good jump scares, um, uh, things that things that made me made me bounce out of my seat a little bit. On the minus side, though, I think there's a lot of family dynamic overacting problems. I think Virginia Madsen is. She gets way over her skis. She's Virginia Madsen. I'm gonna say it right here, right now. She is the best worst horror actress out there. Oh, yeah, she, she was like, like lots her. of lots of histrionics without 
but she's like she's in every she was actually in the haunt, haunting of yeah. Molly Hartley, which we also talked about oh, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, Candyman. Can't well, right? Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Where she was great in Candyman, but but yeah, here she's yeah, I, I get yeah. better, <laughs> better. Um, <laughs> but this is like she. There's a lot of bad parenting going on. Um, there's a lot of I think the the. There's a the, the the dad goes a wall. There's a that's, lot of leaving the kids home. There's that's like, the part that's strange because yeah, the dad's like, all right, well, I, I know the kids got cancer and you guys are haunted, but I gotta I gotta work, man, and I'm gonna get drunk. You know, it's like okay, this was it, 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 that was that was kind of sloppy. I think that there were there there were some moments where there's like. Hey, teenager sleuthing, we're going to go to the library and we're going to leave the other two little kids at home. There's nobody at home in a haunted house. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, so that there there are there are plenty of logistical breakdowns in this thing, but turn off your thinker. It's it's you you forgive it because the the haunts are great, mm-hmm. ghosts mm-hmm. are great. Yep. I think I think that uh, and and I think that the that the the actor Ty Wood, who who was the 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 sick teenager, I think he he did his job. Yeah, well. he's he's decent, and I he's, like he's I like decent. I like the flash flashback moments where mm-hmm. it's like he's you're seeing back to the 1930s or whatever. Yeah, um, you know, so I give I give this one a a thumbs up. Yeah, I, I think I think it's worth seeing. It's not it's not going it. Those other movies that I rattled off at the beginning of this, this doesn't meet that standard, but it sure, sure beats the standard of the rest of the stuff I saw. Yeah. Did, now, did you watch the second yeah. one? The Haunting, yeah, I didn't, uh, I, the haunting in Connecticut did, did, 2. Did you see it? Ghosts of George. Yeah, I did. And Give us the I, review. What, what do you Well, think? I uh, yeah, I, I, what I will tell you is uh, they they let loose the, the plot line way too early, which is, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's an underground rail, railroad situation. Uh, these are the ghosts of slaves on this specific property that this family inherits. Um, like you, they sort of let you in on that like 15 minutes into the film. And so then you're like, mm-hmm. okay, what are we going to do for the next hour and a half here? Right. It has absolutely nothing to do with the Why stick around? Nothing to do. So Com- the, the, completely the, and totally. This should have been called a haunting in Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it should have been. Yeah, it should, absolutely should have. Um, I think the, the thing that's funny though is that. Um, that that you didn't you know touch on much at all, but the the whole uh, conceit behind uh, the the haunting in Connecticut was that it was based on the the Snedeker family of Southington uh, Southington Jer- uh, Connecticut in 1986, and Ed and Lorraine Warren claimed that this was a they claimed they were the ones that claimed that there was this was a a, a former uh, funeral home where morticians regularly practice necromancy um of course several yep. people came out and they investigated it uh the the i thought the really funny thing was that uh author uh, ray garton who wrote the book about it uh was employed to uh he was he was employed specifically by ed and lorraine warren to to write the supposedly true story and it was instructed by ed warren to quote uh, you've got most of the story. Just use whatever works and make the rest up. Yeah. Just make it up and make it scary. Yeah, I, 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 sounds like most of the movies we're gonna talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but I, but make I thought that's the thing. It's so funny. Was that is it was that uh, much like uh, and and it. you know allegedly the the haunting in Georgia too was based on a, a true story, which of course has been you know thoroughly and totally totally debunked. Um, yeah, and, th- and that's one of the things about 
haunting of movies. Yeah. yeah. So is it they 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 yeah based on a true story which is like you know and 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 there are people who eat it up and that's why there's these documentaries out there yeah 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 yeah. but uh, the second one again I don't think it's as good as the haunting in Connecticut I do think it's actually pretty decent Mm -hmm. and there is there's a couple scenes that are really really chilling and there's one scene in particular I've never seen in a horror film before. So uh, for that alone, I would I would uh, encourage folks to just watch the entire Haunting in Connecticut collection because it's only two movies. Yeah, <laughs> it's an easy, <laughs> it's an easy, easy, easy get, and easy it won't get. it won't let you down. I mean, it's no. like it, it, that that it, it is a flawed movie as I've yep. described, but it. Um, but it's not a bad movie. No, it's not a bad movie. It's enter- it's yeah. it's entertaining and it's got a it's and and it, uh, for a PG thirteen movie, pretty scary. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So, Mike, uh, back, do you have a backup? Uh, I sure do. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about, and I never talk about TV, but I did stumble onto and actually watched all of, uh, and I really liked it, was The Haunting of Bly Manor. This is the American Gothic romance supernatural horror drama miniseries. How's that for the ultimate yep. in this is the super hyphenate created by Mike Flanagan. Yeah. Yeah. This is on Netflix. This was released in October, 2020. I thought this was off the table. I did too. Oh, it's your backup. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, of course, Eric, I think you referenced this earlier. This is, this is based on the, (laughs) the 1898 novella, uh, turn of the screw by Henry James, the innocence, which which I've never read. I've never read, uh, turn of this. Have you ever read turn of the screw? I've watched the play. Okay. Uh, I think I need to read it after uh, after watching really this series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I really liked it. I uh, initially I was thrown off by the kids. I was thrown off by yes. the nanny. The acting mm-hmm. felt really weird to me. But then I started to see what they were doing, and maybe it was just dumb luck. <laughs> right. But uh, that both the kids and the nanny, uh, because I don't think they're great actors, um, made. Th- each and every scene very awkward, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which I think sort of amplified uh, kind of the tension around the the the, uh, the the story. But the story, in a nutshell, uh, for those of you who have not watched it, involves a young au pair from America who's hired by a man to look after his niece and nephew at their family country estate after they fall into his care when the parents die. And then arriving, uh, when she arrives at the Bly estate, which is supposedly in England, even though this was all shot in Vancouver, British Columbia. Such is the way, you know, Slither did the same thing, and that was supposed to be Tennessee. Yeah, close enough, close enough. At least it's a British uh, uh, a British she when she arrives she begins to see apparitions uh, that precede the haunting of the premises so yeah obviously Netflix threw a ton of money to this and it shows the sets are great mm-hmm. the, the location is great the house is great the acting is weird and again whether that was just pure dumb luck or not a little bit of both. Yeah, who knows? But it does hold on Rotten Tomatoes an 88%. Um, the average on uh, IMDb is like 7.4 out of 10. Um, as many, as uh, someone, a critic, a critical, uh, uh, gosh, which critic was this? 
don't know the name of the critic. So if you are the name, if you are Joseph Perry, Joseph Perry (laughs) from the scariest things podcast may have said, it may not be as scary as its predecessor, but with plenty of spooky tricks inside its haunted halls and a, and a strong sense of heart, the haunting of Bly Manor is another solid entry into Mike Flanagan's growing Horrorography. Horrorography. Solid. <laughs> yeah, yep. it is solid, but it's my least favorite of his. Uh, yep. Uh, but it's a fairly properties. high standard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 for yep. sure. Uh, there was a um, a New Zealand production called The Turn of the Screw. Yeah. Which um, actually, oh, they, that's right. And which you... was a really lovely version of it because it was about an actress who goes on to to be to play the the. Oh yeah, the, that was the, like a. The Portland nurse. Horror, right? Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah. yeah, it played at Portland Horror, and I loved like, it. It was like three years ago. Yeah, three years yeah. ago, and yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. the 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 premise is that she's an actress who is asked to do the role of the nanny, right? And the supernatural things are happening on the stage as part of the stage production that she is doing for the, the re, doing the retelling of the Turn of the Screw. Right. I thought it was a really, really clever way to do it and a, and a fresh take, as opposed to The Turning, which was a fairly recent thing with uh, Finn Wolfhard, which yeah, just like yeah, no, yeah. So that I think I think he'd be better off with um, the the Haunting of Blind Manor or The Turn of the Screw or go back to nineteen the nineteen sixties and catch The Innocents, which is a beautiful mm-hmm. version of it. So uh, Liz, you're up. Ha <laughs> Perfect time. I'm going to take the class and quality level way down. Oh, yeah. Okay. If you wanted a movie that had fascist Italy, people being killed by mosquitoes, and the tooth fairy, look no further (laughs) than The Haunting of Helena, also known as Fairy Tale in Turkey. This is a 2012 Italian film written and directed by Christian Baselglia. It was filmed in Italy, it stars Harriet McMaster's Green and Sabrina Jolie Perez. And I will read you the IMDb plot because the real, if I tried to tell you anymore, it's so complicated. <laughs> a single mother moves into a new house with her daughter. Soon after, the young girl has lost her first baby tooth. She begins to recount that she's having nocturnal visits from the tooth fairy. And it seems the house has a sinister history. Oh, yes, it does. It was built on swamps that, like, Benito Mussolini had people building and expanding his empire. Workers there died of malaria because of all the mosquitoes in the swamps. I did not know Italy had swamps. I learned a lot about fascist Italy. Because for some reason, she's a British... She's a teacher in an Italian school about Italian history. She's a single mom now because her deadbeat husband has run off to Cancun <laughs> with one of her students. So it's just her and Helena. And as soon as these teeth cut falling out, she keeps seeing the tooth fairy. Well, the neighbor what? in the apartment building they have to live in, too, was like, I don't know what, what it, they don't call them Nazis, whatever the Italian version of the Nazis are. He was fascist. just a fascist. Just plain, yeah. old, just plain old fascist. Plain old fascist. Um, it's very popular now. So he's a serial killer, <laughs> but also their like house was built over the place where another guy ripped out his wife's teeth because she was smiling at somebody. So <laughs> this is all kinds of haunted. Um, it's totally ridiculous. When so was this done? This was done in 2012. Okay. Um, what? 
The critic Bill uh, Goodkunst from the Arizona Republic says, it doesn't offer anything new to the genre, but chugs along pretty well until the plot holes begin to pile up. Uh, <laughs> holes upon like, holes upon holes. It's pretty much, it started okay, where I was like, hey, this actually might be interesting. And boy, it just like, it tanks down. Um, Chuck Brown, or Bowen, excuse me, from Slate says the film is so close to the work of Guillermo del Toro that he could almost reasonably be considered filing a plagiarism suit against the haunting of Helena's producers because I think it was trying to take things from Pan's Labyrinth, like, but that was um, Spanish, and sure. yeah. it was just like, yeah. we'll put it in Italy. Yeah, that, that uh, whole that sort of the dark fantasy kind of an aspect that's you know, exactly what they were trying to do. Yeah, but you um, don't have Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Um, it, it, it was okay. It started off okay and really went downhill. The acting is very subpar, but the special effects on our tooth fairy, which is like the haunted lady, she just wants some teeth, but she wants her teeth back. So the little girl's got to find where her husband hid the teeth in the apartment. So, uh, the effects were pretty good, but she kind of reminded me of Valak, like from the nun. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of yeah, look, yeah. you know, and always like moving at you, like from the doorway, right. just flying down the hall at you. Big focus pull. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what it's called. Focus pull. So the haunting of Helena is not winning any awards at Aww. all. Um, <laughs> We're into that. <laughs> I, I finished it. There you I go. I finished it. Had a girl. And I, I thought it started out with something that could have been good, but they tried to mash too much stuff together. Okay. Okay. All right. It also made me think of the Syphil and Ollie cartoon of the tooth fairy oh says, yeah, yeah, tooth yeah fairy, and i came for your teeth yeah so. <laughs> what's the what's the tooth fairy horror film from oh, i think it's just called the tooth fairy yeah. it oh, there's, the, a, there's a couple of tooth fairy movies that we yeah. we saw i remember coming I to your house mike was it, back, was it back the when tooth you fairy? listened i don't know something called something else that can be another episode yeah what are you tooth fairy horror tooth, tooth horror. loss horror oh gosh <laughs> the tooth name so okay so for for mine i have to do a twofer for this one, because they belong together, because we are now at the point where everything I, there's a lot of slop. Um, but this yeah. is kind of fun because this is where I can sort of dunk on the yeah the the, the, the content. So um, combination one two hit the haunting of sorority row from oh. 2007, and also the haunting of fraternity row 2018. <laughs> wow. they, All they, they do they they do not belong together. But I'll I'll sort of give you the the lowdown on both of these. And you made it through both the fraternity and the sorority. <laughs> He's like I watched half of I each. Did, I, so I, one movie. I, I actually I'm listing these because I actually managed to get to the back end of both of these. Um, wow. So the haunting of sorority Impressive. row 2007, directed by Bert Kish. I'm giving two and a half stars. Uh, starring Leighton Meester, right. Kaylin C. A bunch of, uh, you don't need to know the, these actors because they never <laughs> amount to anything. Girl. Um, so Samantha Willows, a college freshman, looks to pledge to a sorority. Unbeknownst to Sam, it is not. It is haunted by a former pledge taking revenge of those who wronged her. Um, normally, when you see sorority row listed, you think it's going to be sleazy, but this is not sleazy. What? This was. No sleaze. This was What's a the point. This was a lifetime movie. Oh my god! Oh. And I didn't realize it until I'd finished it. It was like, wow, there was that's no. That's why it was so good. That was, yes. no, it was like that's why it was so schmaltzy. Um, yeah. So on the plus side, decent backstory, a legitimate reason for a haunting because one of the it, it's it is a sorority prank gone wrong where um, a girl who was. Um, uh, spoiler alert, a uh, there was a sorority hazing ritual gets out of hand mm -hmm. 
when a claustrophobic pledge was forced to sleep in a coffin overnight and she had a heart attack. Huh. And, and then not bad. And then not bad. and she comes back to kill off those who wronged her, including all the new pledges. Um, so you know, I think that was. Kinda... But, you, but you said it was it was was it legitimately a lifetime movie event? Yeah. I didn't realize it was like it was because it's it was it's Tubi, right? It's like, right, right, right. Haunting of Sorority Row. Might as well check it out. It's like, all right, I'm kind of hooked into the the premise. And it's like, if it's come got on. the if it's got the word sorority in it, there yeah, has, has to be, be some. There's, some nudity. There was. Like, come it is, on. It is. <laughs> it can't be on Lifetime. PG to PG thirteen. <laughs> it is not very violent. It is. Wow. Not, um, so the, the the minus side on this thing, it seemed to this seemed to be about thirty girls short of a real sorority house. <laughs> <laughs> I think were, yeah, I love the sorority like house movies where there's break. like there's like five girls. Yeah, and you're they're, like, they're, yeah. Ah, I think there, there's more. There are three sisters and five pledges. That is not a sorority house. That is, and they make no. a big deal about how that they are a powerhouse sorority and that they place like not women. with eight of you. Yeah, it's like <laughs> where's the rest? Of, where's the rest of the house? And and they and they focus on three of the pledges and there's other two pledges in the background and just as filler material. So you know, there's there is there are no teeth to this movie. It's like it is like the. It's like uh, you kill one. One of the sorority girls gets killed off by a hot shower, and then one gets, uh, which is you know a very tastefully done shower scene, with you know no gets hint of killed nudity. by a hot it's shower. Time, so. and, and then there was one Ooh, who gets killed. Off, getting hot gets, gets killed off screen. You don't see her. You get one who gets killed by uh, asphyxiation in a car with carbon monoxide. Uh, that's pretty much that. Them's your killings. It's not very. Uh. It's kind of like so. But the but it 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 had you know. I think I thought that the whole thing about the the the, the acting was better than you would expect. Yeah. Um. But it's just it's dull. Sorry. But mm-hmm. um. Compare that to the haunting of fraternity row. Yeah. Which I give two out of five stars. <laughs> Is this direct this, this is moderately sleazy. Oh, good. Uh, Thank God. A fraternity house throws their big winter luau party, but when the fraternity brothers and co-eds became, begin dying horrible deaths, they discover an evil entity has taken over the house. On the plus side, it's not boring. Yeah. It has a mean ghost. Oh, that's good. On the minus side. Uh-oh. <laughs> that was all I could think. Yeah, yeah, minus I too many uninteresting characters with pithy and uninteresting side stories. This is ninety percent frat party and ten percent ghost story. The backstory for the ghost is wholly unremarkable. It seems to be jammed in that they just sort of tucked in. Oh, this house used to be on sort of sort of a crypt. This this house has been there forever, and they've never experienced any hauntings. There's yeah, no yeah. reputation for the hauntings, but they find like a. When they're, when they're, and there was when, nothing that they did uh, within their fraternity rituals that would no, sort of manifest no, the haunting. The, the, so that there's not, beer they're bong. not doing anything like the, the thing about the house, <laughs> the haunting of sorority row. A is, haunted beer bong? Is that what you said, Liz? Beer bong. <laughs> oh, yeah. beer pong. Like oh, yeah. The ghost bl- moves the ping pong ball. Into <laughs> the there is some. There is definitely <laughs> beer pong going on. There is, and, and there's. There are they give everybody kind of these little relationship connections, and they're just all stupid. It's like the the the, the sorority queen who's jealous and the, of the of 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 her boy of the 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 frat king looking at other 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 new pledges and stuff like that, and and then there's the stoner guy, and then there's the the guy who's too afraid to ask the other girl girl on a date, and it's like okay, this is all well and good. Where's the ghost? It the the last. 20, 15 minutes of the movie, the ghost comes out and slaughters 
a whole lot of people, but he does it the same way. Just their eyes get gouged out and then they end up like getting thrown around the house. Um, <laughs> it, but with bad CGI, it, it, it's just, but I, I, the other thing that, that y- you entered is like, this has, this looks like a full frat house. It's full yeah. of a bunch of guys okay. and a bunch of sorority sisters and you want them all to die. And it's like, and you know me, that's not my thing. I, I tend I tend to want to root to find a rooting interest, and I was like, oh, just come on, ghost. So you're root, you were rooting, rooting for the rooting, the rooting beer pong the, ghost. Rooting for the beer pong ghost. <laughs> they, they they found like a, a tunnel underneath the, the house, the, and it was like, oh, look, it's full of light fixtures. What are all the light fixtures for? And apparently, it's just to to take the shadows out. But you know, the the, the ghost. It also looked like they tried like five different designs for the ghost and they couldn't figure out which one they wanted because the ghost seems to change and every, every time you see the ghost it's different right. looking it's like it's just it was sloppy in that way um, but it, but then again at a certain point you know if you want to see crazy frat party and 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 then a ghost like take out about 70 people in 15 minutes it's like ah, it's okay you know all right so so what do you what do you give a house on soror- or a haunting of sorority role two and a half two and a half sorority and then haunting of fraternity two two oh fraternity is worse than sorority because yeah, it's 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 uninteresting characters poorly acted bad production values but it's not boring okay so brought together 2.25 yeah i it, so the, but they but they are a, they are a matched set this okay. is yeah i like pairing it's them. it's it's, yeah. it's yeah. Perfect. Uh, greek greek horror if you want to see actually Wonderful a really date good uh, greek based horror movie go see pledge which is brutal and intense and it's yeah. fun. It's funny and then it but makes does, you and then but does it makes not have the word ball. haunting in it. No, it doesn't. But yeah. I would They're but but that's my that's my chance to go out and plug something that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. All right. Mike. Uh you guys thought we were at the bottom of the barrel. We are not at the bottom of the barrel. Uh this Boy. is a 1961 film which I think was about Roger Corman's sixth or seventh uh directorial film. Uh, even though oh, it seems, seems like his first, this, fun. this is uh, the creature from the haunted sea. I thought you weren't going to do this sea. one. Yeah, uh, this involves uh, right, which is interesting because this was this was released in June of 1961, which was about a little over a year before the Cuban Missile Crisis. Even though this film is. Uh, sort of about Fidel Castro and <laughs> the Cuban Revolution. Uh, like political haunted horror. It's a political tonight. haunted <laughs> monster. Is yes. so silly. So after the Cuban Revolution, a mobster Renzo Capetto and his lover Maribel uh, Monahan, they transport a group of Cuban exiles uh, to the United States with a Cuban treasure t- uh, to finance a counter revolution against. Castro. And the whole idea is that Renzo, the mobster, uh, he plans to help the loyalists uh, with all of the piles and piles of cash escape on his boat and then kill them and then blame their deaths on a mythical sea monster. Problem is, the monster is is real. Oh no. <laughs> it is really a muppet. And it looks like it, <laughs> I was going to say the monster looks like grimace. <laughs> it looks like grimace with like bug eyes. Uh <laughs> It's 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 well, here's here's uh, since you just gave plus and minuses. Here's here's the pluses. This is like an hour and 3 minutes long. Big plus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the underwater photography 
ain't half bad. Uh, Did they take the Muppet Monster underwater? The Muppet Monster is underwater, and I kept thinking the whole time, like, how in the hell is that guy wearing that Grimace suit underwater? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, And the the third plus is that almost the entire film was shot sort of in and around Puerto Rico, so there's some beautiful, beautiful scenery. (laughs) Some absolutely beautiful scenery and really beautiful beaches, which I'm sure are now developed, but uh, yeah, really, really incredible uh, shots. Uh, On the minus side, well, it's it's a Roger Corman film, so you kind of know what you're going to get. Uh, uh, Super, super schlocky. Uh, The monster is, I guess I would put this on the plus side, too. The monster is so ridiculous. It's kind of fun. (laughs) It's kind of fun, but uh, the film itself is uh, truly absurd and uh, makes very little sense. Although, again, somewhat interesting that Roger Corman was tapped into the cultural zeitgeist at the time oh, in the, the Cuban, early uh, the Cuban, right, and, and, and the, yeah that he was able to sort of like not necessarily going to yeah. say he predicted the Cuban Missile Crisis but that he yeah. was it on was his yeah. it was on his mind enough to make a film about it and I'm sure it was the fact that like you know he was able to get these locations and this boat in Puerto Rico for probably I'm going to guess nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. like somebody said I have a boat and we can film in Puerto Rico, and it'll be free. And he was like, great, free is perfect. Sounds let's, perfect. Let's, yeah. let's, let's do free. Uh, and then the last thing I will note is that the poster for The Creature for the Haunted Sea is a great, great representation mm-hmm. of all the AIP posters 60 of the schlock, time. yeah. yeah no, it's, it's, just a, it's just a great, great, great poster. Actually, you know what the, 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 the monster sort of actually reminds me more of? Uh-huh. They, they went out and they stole the Stanford tree. <laughs> right. Yeah, put googly, googly, googly eyes. Googly eyes. And put some fangs on the Stanford tree. <laughs> so, yes, uh, if you are looking for a fun night in, uh, watch The Creature from the Haunted Sea. Good, good, silly, bad movie. Good, silly, bad movie. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so bad. It's not good. It's just so, so, so bad. <laughs> yeah. So, Liz, are you going to rescue us? Yes, I have saved my best for last. And actually, this is a solid three and a half star movie. Okay. Um, and this is Gonjiam Haunted Asylum. This is oh, a yeah. 2018 South Korean oh. found footage horror film mm-hmm. directed by Jun Boom Sheik. Uh, it says based on a real life psychiatric hospital of <laughs> the same name. Who knows? Um, I Forgive me to all these stars. I'm not going to butcher all these names, but it is. Um, about two guys, Ha Jun and his friend. They are YouTubers, and they have a channel called Horror Times, and they go to different horror sites and explore them. You know, that's kind of run of the mill. We've seen this all before, but they decide they're going to get with their friends, and they're going to get three girls who kind of have written in to come with them to explore the haunted asylum. They're going to live stream it. And they're going to try to get their million views. What could go uh, wrong? Spoiler alert, <laughs> they don't get to a million. So uh, our host of the horse uh, channel gets all their gear. They go in there and he says, oh, no, I'm not going in. I'm going to sit here and, like, man the board and watch our live stream. You guys are all going in. <laughs> so the girls don't know that the guys have kind of scripted some of this out. So, you know, there's some planned scares and then of course some unplanned scares and the Mm, asylum had been like run by an evil person who killed people that lived there 
that's the our haunting. It's an asylum. Um, it's an asylum. And it doesn't go good for anybody. They don't survive. And they definitely do not get their million YouTube womp, views. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. Um, so according to Wikipedia, when this film came out back in 2018, it became the third most watched horror film in South Korea after oh. A Tale of Two Sisters and Phone, which were both wonderful. Yeah, it was for sure. up for awards. Well, more than uh, um, the devil... devil uh, or I saw the devil. I don't yeah. think that would, they probably count that as a thriller, I bet. Oh, man, it's a horror movie. You know, even though it's totally <laughs> horror, like, I feel like that would be a thriller. More of a, or like a crime More than um, Train to movie. Busan. Yeah. Well, Train to Busan hadn't been made by then. Oh, right, 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 right. This right, is 2018, yep. early 2018. Um, so it was nominated for a bunch of Korean awards called the Grand Bell Awards and the Blue Dragon Awards for mm-hmm. actors, actress editing and um, technical awards for sound. Nice. So it, it's a high quality found footage film. Uh, it isn't doing anything new. The setting has Session 9 vibes. I was going to mm-hmm. say, so, yeah, it's you an know, asylum, if you like yeah, an asylum, asylum, but that's it's a, mm-hmm. another so, great ghost, mm-hmm. ghost movie, yeah. yeah. That really is. But if it was called Haunted Session 9, I would have picked it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So this is one that I can definitely recommend watching. It's available on Tubi. It's also a sweet 90 minutes long. So we love that. And it's fun. They've got a great cast. You know, everybody, you're endeared to the protagonists pretty quickly you mm-hmm. care about them uh, you don't want them to all be taken out in this asylum but sadly you know that they are not going to make it back because we're horror fans and we know yeah. that's just how it works yeah, don't go to the haunted <laughs> asylum them's the rules them's <laughs> the rules so gonjiam haunted asylum definitely worth your time for found footage fans and okay. it, they do a pretty good job of not doing it's shaky cam but they have a big budget uh, this horror talk YouTube channel. So they have GoPros on the fronts and the backs facing both ways. So you're not watching someone holding something in their hand. They're yeah. rigged on the, them. The, the so you get a little bit of better up. quality. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And, it's, and, and a little bit of something more stable, which okay. yes. unlike say VHS uh, 85, oh, which right. made you want to throw up. Yes. <laughs> so. This one, it's still, you know, when they're running, you'll see it and you'll see their faces, but it's a little bit better quality of the handheld camera yeah, so yeah. it will not make you sick okay. yeah i was i was gonna watch this one but i ran out, i ran out of time so there was i was like there go, were only three thousand other ones that you had to yeah do. yeah <laughs> i know so i but I, I will definitely go back and give this a give this i, I a like look. this if you're a fan found footage fan add this to your list of things to watch because it's pretty good quality all right okay. well yeah. i'm gonna potentially drag down this again yeah. because that's what i got left yeah um but it's this dragging. is one where i think my pers- my perspective because of I have a rooting, I, I kind of have a rooting interest in this one, um, and so I'm. I, I think I like it more than what the Rotten Tomatoes consensus is. I think the the or the Metacritic has it like at a four point five, uh, which is not great, yeah. um, not awful. No, um, but this is a movie that's better than it should be. Um, but it still carries a ton of flaws. But this is. This is The Haunting of the Tower of London, which was done oh. in t- 2022, which is directed by Charlie Steeds. And I don't know if, um, for those of you who read my reviews, I've got a bit of a soft spot for, I root for Charlie Steeds because he runs this, um, like a trauma-like production right, out of, right, out right, of right. London called Dark Empire. Right, um, right, right. And he, so he, his, the movies that I've reviewed, uh, I liked his movie Frozen, 
Um, I thought the barge people I wanted to like, I, but it, but it wasn't very good. And then Gods of the Deep was a was a hot mess that that uh, showed it at at, at H.P. Lovecraft, which which was ambitious. But when you have a tiny budget and it looks like you made your stuff out of cardboard, it was kind of you know it, 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 that's a hard sell. Um, so uh, this is the 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 premise. The premise is what sells it here. I was kind of expecting I'm going to watch it. I'm going to have to pan it because I always end up having to go, I want Charlie Steeds to succeed, but it just... Because he uses his same guys over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is, uh, when the remains of two murdered princes are discovered at the Tower of London, a troubled priest must put aside his beliefs to befriend a mysterious prisoner who has supernatural mm. powers to communicate with the dead. Together, they must solve the mystery of who murdered the princes as, uh, as prisoners in the castle dungeon meet their bloody fates at the hands of the prince's ghosts. Who continue to haunt the castle, seeking their revenge. Now that's kind of a, you know, I, I think the there's actually a more of a political kind of a bent to this because, um, you know, the, they 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 open the story with dredging the prince's bodies out of out of the moat around uh, around um, the Tower of London. For those right. of you who know the Tower of London, yep. Um, been there, and then and uh, and and the queen, uh, and in this case they say it's Queen Elizabeth, but it's not that Queen Elizabeth. It's a another Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> a non-historical okay. Queen Elizabeth. It's Queen Liz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> that was it was Li- Queen Liz. Williams, I've been there, right? Um, um, and you know, I thought this was a good story with some nice ghosty action, typical for a Charlie Steeds movie. It's got a tiny budget with great sets. This movie was never boring, and there are some good acting performances by the man who plays sort of the medium who can see see ghosts. Um, and there's a there's a midwife or not a midwife. The, the the assistant to the queen is this is this robust woman who plays sort of this um, no bullshit kind of um, um, fixer. And um, but it also has some absolutely horrific overacting, which is also a Charlie Steeds kind of a thing. Yeah. And it's usually his same actors, um, Rory Wilton and Tim Cartwright. Yeah. If you can put those in the back of your brain, you will see them in him, that, both of those guys in all of his movies, and they just they, they just rage in the background. They're always <laughs> screaming and roaring, and uh, and they're just they they cackle. They're just they're they're. It's one of the reasons why I kind of like his movies. It's kind of like it's, it's his stable of stable of folks. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know the the story of the of the, the 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 young princes who are coming back eventually that they start rounding up a lot of the 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 the, the a lot of the the subjects get rounded up and tortured and murdered and buried and right 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 um, but it also another another but the, on the minus side in addition to the overacting the movie feels understaffed uh, and this oh. is this is also a Charlie Steeds thing. It's like they need extras and secondary players to fill in the background because it's like there's 12 people in the castle. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, where is everybody else? It's like the same guards and, yeah. you know, and it's like there's nobody else. It's like They probably got no CGI budget. Know, they have, yeah, yeah, it's a micro budget thing. And, and, that's, and that happens with, you know, I think with um, Frozen, they had like a, a, they had this beautiful, they, he has access to this beautiful clipper ship and it's staffed by like eight guys. Yeah. And, just like okay, I I I, you, you got 
he has right contacts, but it's like, how aren't going to be just to hire extras or your friends just to sort of mill around in the background? Well, it looks like he shot this at this exact same time he shot uh, Werewolf Castle. Uh, <laughs> he probably had is, the same. It's almost certainly. Which I'm sure did. it's the exact same story, but yeah. you swap out ghosts and replace them with right. werewolves. But yeah. it looks like it was shot at. The same castle. Yeah. But he had access to a castle. I mean, right. that's, that's yeah, the amazing yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. And, it's like, but, we're not doing, yeah. we're not, we're not shooting one movie. Yeah. We're going to shoot like five simultaneously. Yeah, we've got this <laughs> castle. And he always we're seems gonna, to have a great, we're going to get bang for our buck. <laughs> he has a great costume budget, but it looks like they're fresh off the, fresh off the seamstress's sewing machine and they're walking right, around right. in these. It's like, they probably guys, are. It's like, yeah, and then it's like, okay, you guys look like you're walking around in costumes. Um, <laughs> but again, this is I, I give this three out of five stars because okay. the, because it's a good ghost story the and little and, haunted movie that could and yeah, yeah. and and that the the, the 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 guy who plays the medium and the interactions that's got good looking creepy ghosts. Um, he, another thing, Charlie, you got to work on your you you need to figure out how to do gore effects for real cheap. You need to call Damien Leone. He wants to make <laughs> he, he he wants to do gore, but right. it's the stuff it's just it looks like cgi or it's cheap it's like it's not hard to do really good gore fat effects yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah. it is r-rated but it kind of it, it's limited by his inability to do good gore effects anyways yeah. so I feel that's, like it has to be hard yeah so, right 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 so yeah. anyway so that's i i kind of that is the world of hauntings i will yeah. recommend this but it, it's this is definitely comes out with caveats of your mileage may vary and i might be holding out a candle for this director who i want to see do well. all right so of the three That's horror cool. films what is the one you would definitely recommend is haunting it this, in connecticut haunting in connecticut liz what is the one you would definitely recommend haunted asylum okay Gunjam haunted asylum okay and the one i would definitely recommend is full circle aka the haunting okay. of julia so I'm gonna throw out a few other ones that because because you forced us to watch a bunch of these things. That's true. Are we gonna talk? Um, we're we talking hillbillies. Hill, yeah, yeah, uh, that's uh, kind of fun. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk about this long, but <laughs> but hillbillies in a haunted house. It's got Shut up, it's really? got Merle Haggard. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think I stumbled across yeah, that. It's, it's and a trio of it country singers. Tubi, yeah. I didn't say it. No, it's on Tubi. It is on Tubi. Yeah, it's like that's the only place you can see it. <laughs> and, there, these, and there's a there's there there's these singers who, including Joy Joy Lansing, who is kind of like a like a Carol Lombard busty blonde yeah, country yeah. singer. Mm -hmm. And 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 there's these there's so these three country singers and they get stranded somewhere in in Tennessee, which in a cat in a in a haunted house where Basil Rathbone. Lon Chaney and John Carradine are hanging out <laughs> with the guy in a gorilla suit. It is totally silly. And then Man, they, they I would love to have gone to that rap party. And they, yeah, and <laughs> and, and that they that half the thing is like they do a country jamboree where they bring out Merle Haggard and a bunch of other country singers who I'm not familiar with. And you sit through that, and then the gorilla goat gets loose, and it's a spy thriller, and it's just it's totally totally silly. Um, so Hillbilly's in a Haunted House. It doesn't don't make a lick of sense, but it's fun. Um, <laughs> also, um, a movie that came out last year that Mike reviewed for us mm -hmm. that I, I saw, I, Haunting in Venice. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that was Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh. 
Look, um, looked it, super decent. It's it is on the you know plus side minus side plus side. It's got big money. It looks yep. fantastic. It's got mm-hmm. great acting. The minus side is it's an Agatha Christie movie and it's got all the kind of complications of an Agatha Christie movie. Yeah, it's way too complicated. Yeah, it's overly it's overly. And they didn't my, hide itself in the nuts. my biggest gripe was they did not use Tina Fey's comedic talents enough, n- nearly yeah. enough. No, she that it was cute, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't enough. They should but, have leaned way way more heavily into that and. They they kill Michelle uh, Michelle Yeoh off. They, real, they like, kill yeah. Michelle Yeoh really, really off fast. like way way too yeah. early in the film. But it surprised me. But I mean, it, it looks like, good. It looks it I actually looks it. good. And yeah. there's a couple good. I think I gave it three stars. Yeah, I I, I, I give it about that. So um, Elvira's Haunted Hills. Yeah, silly, so silly. It's the pit in the pendulum with boobs. Yes, I was like, oh god. And, and, and it's like it's. Like I get it, Elvira. Double entendres <laughs> everywhere. If you if you like the cheeky the cheeky stuff and you like Elvira, it's her best. It's the best thing she's done. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, some some uh, Liz, did you did you try the haunting of Julia Fields? Did we talk about this? It was on my list, but I didn't watch it because I was gonna. Yeah. I was going to do like all haunted ladies, but I was like, no, they have enough yep. to worry about. Like, let's find an asylum. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. So I actually made it all the way through The Haunting of Julia Fields. Uh, my description is I, I give it two stars. It is generic and unambitious. Uh, uh, it's in Florida and it's all bleached out. It's like eh, not very interesting. The Haunting of Alexis King. I had to bail out on this one. Uh a uh, college student being haunted. This is what I thought Mike was talking about earlier. We were talking about another. Oh, we were talking about the. I was talking about the haunting of Molly Hartley. Yeah, no, I. Uh, right. Uh, I bailed out Alexis on Molly Hartley. Was the bad one. Alexis King. This is the plus side. Alexis is sexy. Her boyfriend is handsome. Minus side, it's uh, the worst audio that you've ever heard on a movie. It's just like, like my, scratchy microphones. It's like who's the who's the boom operator? He's drunk. Uh, lots of background noise. Bad Foley work. Not creepy, not scary. Um, Tubi? Is this on it's Tubi? It's a Tubi, yeah. Because yeah. what I pretty much did is typed in the search bar, haunting, Tubi popped up, a hundred things, and then I just went through, <laughs> I, and as you hover over each one, it will play like either a trailer or yep. the first two minutes of the movie, and I was like, nope, nope, yep. nope, nope. I did the exact same thing, <laughs> but I got suckered into... Oh, I, right. I got right, sucked into. You have three thousand nine hundred and eighty more to go. Yeah. Well, I. But I. <laughs> I had, always there, there looks was, on the positive side and watches these movies. Were, I bail so fast. I bailed on three <laughs> movies. I bailed on Molly I'm Hartley. Proud of you. I bailed on the Haunting of Pendle Hill, and I bailed on the Haunting of the Queen Mary. I'm Molly Hartley's not bad. You. Molly Hartley's not bad. It's not great. It's not bad. So yeah, I. I just. I. It was too late, and I was like. All right, who's got a tagline to take us out of here? I do. All right, Eric's got the tagline. I, 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 said uh, the best one. The okay, best. so said, this you is said this is the best one out haunt, of all the yep. hauntings. Yeah, this is the haunting uh, or <clears throat> hillbillies in a haunted house. <laughs> Has, see, where, where are we at? Okay, <laughs> so the, the tagline: They'll scare your pants off and give you a chill for life. <laughs> Yo, oh, hillbillies, hillbillies in a haunted house. Oh. Scare your pants off. <laughs> <laughs>